everybody, welcome back to the Hair Razor Podcast. Alright everybody, let's get started. That's right, the Hair Razor Podcast, a production even more disappointing than the 2021 Super Bowl. How was your guys' Super Bowl weekend? It was, it was great over at Rhinos. Everything but the game was great. Yeah, I mean, we all had a little bit of avocado tequila, I guess. <laughs> That's right. Tom Brady's having a great day today. This being recorded on Wednesday. Man. Tom, you, that's that's what a guy needs is somebody to walk alongside of you and make sure that everything goes right. But the best part is like the, the visual of him coming out. It almost looks like he's coming out of jail, like because with the the fe- white fencing and everything, that's and right, the guy holding him. It's like, all right, bro, you're out. <laughs> well, certainly not a lot of people were. Uh, Phil, you got that look on your face. Is this being recorded? I think so. I think everything's working. You think it is? Yeah. That's not the confidence that I want. We got get. it. You just got done telling me what a leader you were this weekend, and now this. <laughs> what? 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 How did it okay. go? Did you you weren't on the road during the Super Bowl this year? Correct? No, nope, nope. We were on the road during the SDSU women's basketball game, but not during which one? The Super Bowl, the Friday night game, Friday. Okay. So we had gymnastics on uh, on Friday down in Council Bluffs. And uh, going back to the previous podcast, if for all of our listeners, um, I was told I needed to be more of a leader. So this past week on Friday, down in Council Bluffs, I was just that leader. I was the first one to buy a beer at the concession stands because apparently in Council Bluffs at gymnastics meets, they also it's catching on. They also sell beer. Yep. So Maybe so the denominator is not Council Bluffs. It's gymnastics. Meeting. That's a, that very well could be. So we uh, we roll into the arena. It's very unorganized. We can't find their team. I walk up. Anyways, there was a little bit of chaos, a little bit of confusion, a little bit of frustration. Be uh, from my wife on figuring out where these kids needed to go. So we finally got them where they needed, and she's like, "I need a drink," and I was like, "I might be able to facilitate that." Went to concession stands, just grabbed some popcorn, saw that they had, uh, you know, some angry orchards, some Coronas, Bud Light, no bush light, disappointing. So I asked the gal, and it was at 2.30, I said, uh, you guys actually selling beer? She said, yeah. I said, I'll take an angry orchard and a Corona. Said, All right, sounds good. So I brought it back. Jen and I each drank with those. Went back to the concession stands in between events and saw this other couple and another lady all getting drinks. And I walk up to them, I said, Thank you guys so much for getting drinks. I thought I was going to be the only one here drinking, you know, by myself. And the dude looks at me and says, "Were you the guy with the Corona earlier?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, well, you inspired us to also have See? a few drinks what here." <laughs> so. Can't be shy in situations right. like that. Phil? It takes a liter. Yeah, it just takes one. It just it just took one. That's Not right. What did you just have one? No, I had three. I think I had three or four. One for each event. Oh, okay. Spaced yeah. out perfectly good. Yeah, and she got second overall in her age division thing. So got a few medals. Walked away with four medals, some hardware. So successful trip. The women, buzz, the right? women, yeah, and a slight buzz. <laughs> you know, and the women, uh, women rolled over USD on the way back. So it's a good little good, Friday. good little Friday. They certainly did. And well, just get back to Super Bowl though. Just it was disappointing to not just us but many others. Estimate 96.4 million viewers. Lowest ratings on the Super Bowl since Colts Bears in 2007. When the whole lead up was this could be the best Super Bowl ever. Yep. I mean, you can't set things up like that and then also be like, uh, and I don't know 
what the hell the weekend was doing on halftime. <laughs> so I mean, so we, if you were drinking, yeah. you were puking. I mean, yeah. that thing was. So here's my question. What, because we talked about this at the bank. What makes a good halftime show? Because everybody walks away going, that halftime show is terrible. You have to be able to get to everybody. I think back in like the 90s and stuff like that, 2000s, when they would have... Prince. Or, or Prince, or you're bringing in special guests. And like, oh, cool. Like, you know, someone who's 70s, maybe 80s, 90s some hip-hop you like mix it all in you make it like a mixtape so we're getting the rolling stones with a little bit of britney Throwing some and some post malone yeah okay i think you would actually hit more people and then well last year there was aesthetic quality to the uh what was last year who was the j-lo and shakira shakira Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the music was good for the glade for the gals and the uh, yeah aesthetics there was, there was, was good for the guys. Quality that was not a bunch of dudes running around with jack straps on their faces. But I will say this: the minute they said the weekend was the entertainment, is how? I mean, I asked a lot of people, "Do you like his stuff?" Not really. I mean, there's a couple songs. Okay. All right. I mean, does a Super Bowl halftime show have like a dollar amount that they hit that say, hey, this is where I will go into? Because I heard he put $7 million of his own money into it to make sure that the the dynamics of everything went with his vision. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I don't know if $7 million dollars into uh, uh, they, they lights always, and glass casing. Wow. You know, <laughs> I didn't know who The weekend was and then realized that... Uh, he actually had some good songs. I I knew most of the songs. Didn't know the weekend sang them. But is I that, knew them. But is that like, hey, that's Super Bowl halftime? Let's get everybody going. Yeah. I want to stick around for thirty five minutes, kind of music. No, not to me. Well, I don't know. I just I don't really care. Well, I just if you're I'm gonna, just, I'm here for the wings and the football. If you make halftime, there's two things that Super Bowl is usually. It's who sings the national anthem and how dang good it is. Yeah. And then it's who is the halftime entertainment. People kind of forget about the games. You don't forget, you forget about Shakira and J-Lo last year. Well, you didn't even hear them singing. You just saw them shaking. I listened. I was singing with them. What Eric song did they sing? Together. And No, they J-Lo. were together. No, they sang the mixture of both of their songs. Okay. And I, I don't remember And I believe sang. Pitbull came in, pumping his fist. Of course, yeah. Pitbull. See? You start getting the groups in there. Like, all right, it's more of a atmosphere fun music no not the weekend it was the weekend set up for well i enjoy being superly critical over something i can't do so that's correct fantastic i couldn't produce the show perform in the show or do any of said things but by golly we can sit we could have walked we can go film our own walking around in a in a in the mirrored maze oh, if we I'm, want. I'm pretty sure that has happened before <laughs> and it's probably been on a usd weekend and you guys, the prognosticators, didn't go like shameless Homer like I did four and zero. But you said three and one, and you were right. But it wasn't three. It was not three in direction that you thought. Boy, two good performances out of the women, though. Just complete domination on Friday night, and then USD claiming defeat from the grips of victory on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. When you, uh, if you're USD, you got to just. Like that could be a season killer for you because you're up. What was it, up eight and yeah, a lot of thirteen zero run. As a thirteen zero run to finish the game, to, but yeah. I thought the, I thought the, the USD women, women were up eight, eight with yeah. a little under two, right? And controlling minutes. the game. I mean, it was a good game. 
Yeah, but and then I mean, kind of Maya Selen took over, and it's she took over the whole weekend. It was yeah. I I honestly I thought it was I didn't know her name was I thought it was Severin, but they must have got a correction on the USD gal's name Sherman. It's Sherman. Sherman. Yeah, right. They must have. I've never heard it so much in my life over the weekend. I'm like, oh, it's Sherman, Sherman, Sherman. Huh. They were they were on the call, but no. Um, yeah, Friday it's, night. It's Hannah, right? Mixture of. It looked like the. Are we gonna stick with women or do we talk about Friday? You go. You do whatever you, you want. Right. Total dominance, and then getting to the men to finally play after two weeks. Holy cow, that was hard to watch. I think it was eight to five, 12 minutes in left. Yeah. In the game. I mean, it was miserable. I even jokingly said, someone throw a dang coyote out on the floor because I'm like, let's get this thing going. This is terrible. It was really bad. And USD started going off a few mute and blitz, and SDSU just could not find a groove. So, so watching that game and looking at USD and going into the future games and you know when you think down the road summit league it's plitzel white that makes that team go it's not moutier it's plitzel white like i think if you stop plitzel white you can beat usd and he i mean he he's aced that little 10 to 12 foot shot if he can get right around the key free throw style he boom he was making all that and moutier was just he was getting his but yeah i'm not saying that moutier isn't good but uh but the catalyst of that team was yeah it's right, white. which yeah. is very, you know coming in from d2 it's kind of shocking he's kind of he kind of stepped up to be that leader with moutier but i mean friday night was kind of tough with the uh foul situations areas couldn't be around it was it just looked it, it looked hung, it hung over into the first half of saturday night they too. were hung over yeah it, it, it really it looked like it was going the same route on Saturday night. And it was until about three minutes or four minutes left in the game where the, the Mr. Momentum just took over and you could just feel it. They were tired. They were, and also the SDSU decided, hey, we're back. We're ready. Doug, Doug really picked it up though. Doug finally, yep. He, like I saw a guy mention, he goes, it was nice to see the, that Doug is finally starting to look like himself again. Yeah. I mean, he's been off for almost. I mean, off and on since November. Uh, really, November. since he got hurt last year, right? Well, well, yeah, well, he got hurt in November. He didn't play in the senior mortgage direct showcase because they sat him out because they thought yep. that they were going to play two weeks later. They thought they were going to give him a month off. Turned into about six weeks off. Almost turned into almost eight weeks off with two games in between. So, yeah. That was going into Saturday. Great game by the women. I mean, great game. Great comeback. Um I don't. I, I haven't seen any. I know they stuck at twenty three, right? Yes. yes. So they did not move, no. which is kind of. I thought maybe they move up a little bit, being everywhere else has USD in every other ranking above US or SDSU. It's winner. because they won a game by fifty points against UMKC. Which and and because apparently head to head doesn't matter. It doesn't obviously, and that's why uh, Coach Johnston kept the gals in. The starters in until about one minute left. He wanted that twenty point win because I think a twenty point win is another notch or a click up on whatever this. That's the differentiator. There's a differentiator that there's like if you beat a team by blank, but then if you win by twenty, if you win by something, there's a kicker. That's why and even this is like a Britain rule or like a understood. This is that new rule. sergeant ratings, oh, whatever. Like, like one, of, yeah, whatever that. 
some guy. fed into yeah. the yeah you know, some someone in the individual that created starts with an S. but that's where oh, I didn't know knew it was going off on this too he's like there's probably a reason why he's leaving his starters in because an impressive win by 20 points over a team like this is going to get you more points or statistics in this overall umbrella of this ranking and I don't know what the ranking is because they change it every well, it used to be RPI whatever it is now but huh. So yeah, it was. Interesting. I didn't even think about that. I guess I just thought maybe they're leaving him in because we just no, he, hate USD and one. I think that, I think his assumption was right because there's no reason to be up that high, dominating USD like that, risking yeah. any extra injury, extra tiredness for Saturday because Saturday is just important because mm-hmm. you only, like you said you only play twice in a year. So and USDs. So I'm gonna go to the men now and their win over our men on Friday night is huge because now, you know, if, if we go undefeated and they go undefeated and, well, they want to go undefeated, but if we beat them in both, then undefeated, nobody can make any excuses. I still think we're the better team, but we will end up being the two seed because now they go by, by your point percent or whatever, Percentage. right? Per, win percent. And we're five and one and it, like ours can't catch up to theirs because they have more basketball nope. games and by winning saturday night they were even saying at the end if sdsu would have lost they could have fell to fourth or fifth yeah as a percentage and they when they updated it before the game they actually had sdsu i think as the third seed with their one loss the three what was it three and one or whatever that they were in confidence and that's going to be crazy because it's like, just because, I mean, a team who is probably a top two team right now, and it, we're going to know a lot more coming up with Oral Roberts and NDSU on the road. But if one of those games, they go and lose two to USD, and all of a sudden they're at like 500 and they're sitting at a five seed, that's a lot tougher path, even though you have played less two games, but you're probably a better team. So it's going to be interesting to see here when we got eight weeks left. No, eight games left. There's eight yeah. games left or something. Oral Roberts, you, NDSU, yeah. Yep, and then uh, Kansas City at home. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, the whole thing's going to be different because that changes the whole summer league dynamic of how that's even being played. So, yeah, yeah, you want to be one or two seed, obviously, yep. that day. But still, the whole operation's got a different feel to it. Maybe not to an athlete. I, mean, I would think it still does, though. I think mentally it has to do something with you. You got to think, okay, usually, you know, you're looking at the standings, you see them. Denver and all those guys, I think Omaha just got their first win this weekend. I think there's three teams, seven, eight, nine, that are one wins in the conference. That's who you want to start out with because SDSU hasn't had the men, hasn't had the best luck in the first round. I think you want to establish yourself get a good game going but again we have a lot of basketball left and yeah who just, knows? just keep winning baby yeah well when you mentioned pronouncing names that kind of reminded me of the work that tyler merriam gets done for sdsu he had to <laughs> he had to talk through a, a wardrobe failure with the shoe that was think, fantastic what was that like a minute 30 minute 31 yeah. i think it was that's that's way easier said than done you say well a minute 30 no big deal oh has an eternity when you're talking about well, the guy putting his shoe on and the best part is he jumped into it like right away it wasn't like there was any stall air dead time nope. i like think he, you could tell like, he was going to have issues untying that uh, quadruple knot that he had that was as i mean that that was the struggle was getting it untied yeah and as any parent knows that puts the kids 
shoelaces in three to four knots because you're not losing a shoe. And then trying to take that knot out yeah. later to, yeah. Yep, and then nope. you know you're on TV. Yeah. And you have Moody, I saw him Giving jabbing him at him, all of them. Sorry. And you're a mechanical engineer. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, at least there is a little. It reminded me of uh, Tyler Merriam pronouncing the, the forward out of UND, uh, Gratados Urbanovicius. Whether that was even right or not, I know that Teller Merriam just nails it. I know he says it repeatedly just because he knows he's so good. Just at home in front of the man. Absolutely. Could you listen to that call on the radio when they play UND? He's got it. Urbanovicious. Well, and if you run that Jackrabbit roundup that we did yesterday, he actually did a fake call of Jura Vicious into Detlinger, Detlinger into the, uh, I don't know. And it was like, he's like, yeah, try saying that three times fast. Yeah. And I'm like, man almighty, those guys are good. Yeah, good. Philip, their craft. What, do you, what do you got there? It looks good. It's in a. It's, I, I don't even know what that is. This, it's like a reveal party. Right it is here. a reveal. It got? is a reveal party. This is an honor of one Ryan Knutson and oh, his anniversary right. that happened Monday. It was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. So Ryan's anniversary. I stopped and got some big wave golden ale coming straight out of Kona Brewing in Maui. Ryan got married. In Hawaii, 17 years ago, right? 12. 12 years ago. <laughs> hey, that was close. Yeah, trust us. We would much rather be back there right now with the weather. But we go back every five years, so we're down to two years, 11 months, and 26 days. Yeah. So. I, so, yeah, this I mean, you can find it in most stores. When I like the longboard better than Big Wave, um, but they're both pretty good. So crack that open but yeah this, and i've tried it before pretty sure eric has had them yep but they used to until up until five year years year ago, ago they even less they were not necessarily sold around yeah, here if you went over there you were doing kona you were doing um what's the there's the other uh the one on the big island brewing company uh there's kona and then there was the lahaino brewing company that's all you kind of had over there because yeah. bringing in beer and stuff like that was so expensive that yeah. all you did was drink all their local stuff. So, so cheers to cheers to you boys. Yeah. To you, Melissa. Now I understand why you were late. Yeah, this is this is a gift. Yeah, to, that was good. To honor you guys. So, you got a four pack. You can have the extra. Oh shoot! Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it's a ten. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I I kind of I mean it's I like longboard better. This. This is good, but I don't. I just like longboard better. It's amazing when these things Kona come Brewing. out. How, how, it's just like any restaurant in South South Dakota or Sioux Falls. It's brand new. Like people overindulge on it yeah. for so long. They're like, yeah, whatever. So when it came out around here, one of the places you could go get it on tap, and it was longboard more than just big wave, um, was over at the uh, the Ramada, right? That's across from the Sheraton. Yep. So Great the Ramada, there. what is the bar? What is the bar inside the pool the area? Bar, the Tiki yeah. Bar. Yeah. We have spent quite some time at the Tiki Bar after uh, Jackrabbit basketball games during summer league tournaments, and may have drank them out of longboards. Few pitchers and, and yeah, a few pizzas. And a few pizzas. Good. Yeah. Well, it's warm in there. And it's, it makes you feel like you're in Hawaii, right? You right. can't breathe with the chlorine. Your <laughs> eyes are burning. Well, you gotta keep the kids safe yeah. in the pool. Well, we got basketball out of the way because that is in the spring, but it's easy to forget. Football is coming up next Friday night. Yep. At University of Northern Iowa, 
we thought we were going to hear who the starting quarterback was going to be here shortly, but we haven't, right? Well, I tried to get on Zimmer's thing today, but I'm not a paying client, so. Wow. You put that any other way, that would just be. I was just yeah, what does that mean, <laughs> Ryan? You're saying on the Argy, you're not a paying client of the Argus leader? Yeah, so that's my unfortunate. I know I'm cheap there. So, so it does say, maybe I can, uh, no, I let me try it, and pull would, it yeah, up. I, Stig mentioned, though, last week we were supposed to have I believe the most current reporting says all three are in the running. Well, I hope not, but I hope we get something established here with a week going in and start prepping for a really good Northern Iowa team that's ranked ahead of us in about two of the polls, I think. Yep. By either two spots or one spot. So, as Eric said, you know, we found out that it's going to be on Kello. In UTV or my TV. Okay, so. And then my UTV for people in the local Sioux Falls area. So I can so. tell you that the, the, it's going to be a gritty feed. Because <laughs> anytime that they go on there, it's going to look like you're almost back in a non-HD. So to quote the Argus, John Stigelmeyer sounded underwhelmed by the performance of all three at Tuesday's practice and said they were not close to naming a starter. It's not uh, not the news you want to hear heading into you know well, you don't wanna, game week you next don't week. Tip your hand, really? Don't the Patriots put every person as questionable? They all are. They're all questionable. But I, I think you after the I have concerns. There's concerns. We've also got an extra six months off of the normal season. You'd hope that people are healthy and ready and going, but. I think I would have been a lot more impressed if I said all three are doing excellent. It's tough for us to choose between these guys. Another way to not tip your hand. Not to wait a little <laughs> more positivity, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, who knows what's going to happen. And we just found out today that USD's first game is now canceled against Western. So there's no, way, we there's no way we're getting through the season. There's, yeah, well, <laughs> well, I hope we do, but I just don't see it happening. I just, I, 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 I. I, can't, I don't feel like it's football season yet. I want to get my Because we just for, had a flipping yeah, snowstorm. I, I mean, look at it outside. Well, it's like when, when Super Bowl ends, it's usually like, hey, keep gearing up for March Madness. Like, yes. all right. And then they announce the times on those. You're like, okay. Starting at 11, boom, boom, boom. It's like now it's football. Like the boom, boom, We boom. haven't heard anything about ticket holders and attendance and I know those things are in the works Miriam said yesterday that they're looking so it's like give me some definites and then I think I can try to get excited yeah is that a good way to put it I, I think it's apprehension is what we is the way to put it right now yeah that everybody has and maybe that's why Stig's underwhelmed it's because everybody's just a little apprehensive at practice yeah. as to whether or not this is actually going to happen yeah, that's tough. Because, because until one game gets played, everybody is yeah. in the back of their mind is saying, this, And you gotta, you got to forget, those guys happen. came back last June going 110%, gearing up for an August game, and then they got find out two weeks before we're not doing season. So, who knows? Yeah. Well, maybe you can get a prop bet to do some streaking at uh, Jane and Day Stadium. Did, did you read the whole article? Well, which one? I read several articles. Well, the guy that how how it all kind of worked out for himself. He put it was a four it was a four and seventy five one right, and he put down like seventy five k, 
won three hundred fifty thousand. Bale was a thousand dollars or something right. like that. But do we don't believe that, right? I hope I want to. That's genius. If a, it is a lot of the uh, a lot of the other reporting on that seemed to indicate that there isn't any book that would take that level of bet on a prop bet. A lot of reporting said that most won't take more than two hundred bucks on a prop bet. So fake news. That, I mean, are we I'm back to saying, yellow fake I mean, news? I would ask are we Phil, allowed to do that anymore? I would ask Philip, but he didn't know what squares on a board were, so I'm not going to go to him for Offshore sports gambling, books. Gambling Offshore sports prowess. books would take that bet. Well, but it would be it was, somebody's going to kneecap him though, or he's going to get shot because if he's the guy who made the bet and then ran on the field, yeah, he's, yeah. he's not going to be alive to collect on it. Well, that's why I don't think it's true. Yeah, I really don't believe it. You seem to. I did at this point in the world. I don't care. It's cheap entertainment. <laughs> it was cheap. <laughs> that's right. It actually and that did. they actually showed it and didn't take it off tells you that the game was really darn boring at that point in time. There was so, a producer. Uh-huh. The guy just goes, let it go, man. Hey, I would, Camera, oh, damn. I would like to note that I did also pick the Super Bowl right. I was 2-0 and from last week's picks. Five. I didn't. Well, did I pick? Yep. I said you picked the Chiefs. No, I did. I did. Well, I lit it up with really? everything setting up for Tampa Bay to win. Okay. Well, I was the only one that picked the Chiefs because I'm just not a Tom Brady fan. But the Bucks. I'm really happy Correct. that the old man is enjoying his day because his lattes and his good avocado tequilas are apparently uh, <laughs> good. After seven of them, I guess that's when you you need to celebrate. So you bet. Well, good for him being on his yacht or whatever you call that thing. It's going to be 20 below here in about two days. So we have a completely different life, but we still have the podcast. We do. And we two weeks in a row. Big wave in two weeks in a row. Yep. Thanks to Ryan's happily married for 12 years. Yep. Yeah. We're cracking the whip on the whole operation here. And we're looking forward to a good weekend at ORU. And then we'll see how football stacks up next Friday at Northern Iowa. And until then, go big. Go blue. Go Jacks.